Hello friends, I am back with Luke chapter 20. As always, before we get into this chapter, let us go ahead and pray over the word that we are about to receive. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day that you've given us, Lord. Thank you for the people in our lives, for all the blessings that you continuously pour down in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for every opportunity and for the ability to be able to bear the fruits of your spirit. Help us, Lord, to have the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to really grasp the word that we are about to receive and put it into work into our own lives. Help us to share this word with whoever needs to hear it and help us to bear the fruits of your spirit in everything that we do today. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us as we walk throughout our day Guide us in each and every step that we take. Help us to be beacons of light for your love, kindness, grace, and mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alright, so this first section is called The Authority of Jesus Questioned. One day, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple courts and proclaiming the good news, the chief priests and the teachers in the law, together with the elders, came up to him. Tell us by what authority you're doing these things, they said. Who gave you this authority? He replied, I will also ask you a question. Tell me, John's baptism, was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, all the people will stone us because they are persuaded that John was a prophet. So they answered, We don't know where it was from. Jesus said, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. This next section is called The Parable of the Tenants. He went on to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard, rented it to some farmers, and went away for a long time. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants so they would give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. He sent another servant, but that one also they beat and treated shamefully and sent away empty-handed. He sent still a third, and they wounded him and threw him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my son, whom I love. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they talked the matter over. This is the heir, they said. Let's kill him and the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to the others. When people heard this, they said, God forbid. Jesus looked directly at them and asked, then what is the meaning of that which is written? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. The teachers of the law and chief priests looked for a way to arrest him immediately because they knew he had spoken this parable against them, but they were afraid of the people. This next section is called Paying Taxes to Caesar. Keeping a close watch on him, they sent spies who pretended to be sincere. 
They hoped to catch Jesus in something he said, so that they might hand him over to the power and authority of the governor. So the spies questioned him, Teacher, we know that you speak and teach what is right, and that you do not show partiality, but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it right for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? He saw through their duplicity and said to them, Show me a denarius, whose image and inscription are on it. Caesar's, they replied. He said to them, Then give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. They were unable to trap him in what he said there in public, and astonished by his answer, they became silent. This next section is called the Resurrection and Marriage. Some of the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus with a question. Teacher, they said, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, the man must marry the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first one married a woman and died childless. The second, and then the third, married her, and in the same way, the seven died, leaving no children. Finally, the woman died too. Now then, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be, since the seven were married to her? Jesus replied, The people of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy of taking part in the age to come and in the resurrection from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage, and they can no longer die. For they are like the angels, they are God's children, since they are children of the resurrection. But in the account of the burning bush, even Moses showed that the dead rise, for he calls the Lord the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for to him all are alive. Some of the teachers of the law responded, Well said, teacher, and no one dared to ask him any more questions. This next section is called, Whose Son is the Messiah? Then Jesus said to them, Why is it said that the Messiah is the son of David? David himself declares in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. David calls him Lord. How then can he be his son? This next section is called Warning Against the Teachers of the Law. While all the people were listening, Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of the teachers of the law. They like to walk around in flowing robes and love to be greeted with the respect in the marketplace and have the most important seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses, and for a show make lengthy prayers. These men will be punished most severely. So that is the end of chapter 20. I don't have much time, but I do want to go over the parable of the tenants. So in this parable, we have a man who plants a beautiful vineyard, rents it out to some farmers, and goes away for a long time when he decides to send some servants to go and collect fruit from the vineyard the servants are beaten and turned away by the farmers in the same way god made us a beautiful earth to inhabit 
and when he came to collect what was his, which is obviously our souls for his worship because he's so amazing and powerful. His servants were not able to collect, his servants being the prophets who prophesied about everything that God had planned. And instead, the children of God beat those servants and ended up killing them. So he finally said, let me send my son who I love, and surely they will respect him. But instead, he sent Jesus, and Jesus was put to death for our sins. So at the end of this parable, it says that the man is going to come and kill the tenants and give the vineyard to others. The people who had the vineyard in the first place were Abraham's children, the Israelites, but they did not give to God as they should have. So he was going to show his wrath and give the kingdom that he beautifully made to others such as the Gentiles. That is all that I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed this message as much as I did. Until next time.